Welcome back to the Daily Devotion. My name is Kevin. I'm the pastor of Christ Church Conway, a congregation of the Presbyterian Church in America here in Conway, Arkansas. The Daily Devotion is a time for us to be strengthened in our faith through the study of Scripture and theology. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, then I would ask you to do a couple things. One, feel free to share it. Our desire here is to get the Word of God out that it may have its intended effect. We started doing this podcast in order to feed the people of Christ Church Conway. It came out of daily devotions we were doing on Facebook Live in light of the the quarantine and things like that as a way to connect. But it proved to be a blessing to some, and so we've continued it. And so I would ask if this has been a blessing to you, share it. Give us a good rating on you know your podcast app, things like that. We're not trying to build a name for ourselves, but we know that doing these simple things helps get this podcast known, which helps get the Word of God out. And that really is our goal, is to see the Word of God go forth and have its intended effect. That other people, along with us, might be strengthened in their faith through the study of Scripture and theology. Right now, we're working our way through 1 Peter, and we've made it up to chapter 2. We're looking at verses 4 and 5 this morning, but these verses come as part of a larger section that runs from from verse 4 down through verse 10. So I'm going to read all of those this morning, and then I'll pray for us, but then we're going to take a close look just at verses 4 and 5. Let's read what Peter has to say. As you come to him, a living stone, rejected by men, but in the sight of God, chosen and precious, you yourselves, like living stones, are being built up as a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. For it stands in Scripture, Behold, I am laying in Zion a stone, a cornerstone chosen and precious, and whoever believes in him will not be put to shame. So the honor is for you who believe, but for those who do not believe, the stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone, and a stone of the stumbling, and a rock of offense. They stumble because they disobey the word, as they were destined to do. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Once you were a people, once you were not a people, but now you are God's people. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy." Father, as we look at your word this morning, I ask that you would strengthen us by your spirit to believe your word. Help me to speak clearly that we all may be strengthened through the study of your holy word. We ask this in Christ's most precious name. Amen. Well, there's this clear larger section here in chapter 2 that runs from verses 4 down through 10. And it's by far more than we can dive into uh, in, in one episode. So we're going to take this in chunks as we have been. But even as we go through this, what we're going to find is that there's more biblical theology. There's there's numerous references that have to be kept in mind. There's three direct quotes from Psalm 118, Isaiah 8, and Isaiah 28, but numerous other references to various passages in the Old Testament. If you have a Bible that has a concordance that makes those kind of connections for you, if you look at the the references from verses 4 down through 10 in your concordance, you'll see that there's all, or or not concordance, cross-reference, you'll see that there's all kinds of cross-references to all kinds of Old Testament passages. Peter is bringing a lot in and, and, and kind of tying things up in this beautiful biblical theological way. 
So we're going to focus just on different parts. Today we're looking just at verses 4 through 5. And as we read these verses, we see Christ here presented as this living stone, as this, what we're going to see later is this cornerstone, the, the set piece for this entire building. But we see a couple things about him as a living stone. First, he was rejected by men. Second, he, though he was rejected by men, he was still chosen and precious. Chosen by God and precious in God's sight. Christ's chosenness by God and his preciousness to God did not depend on his, and I'm using air quotes here, his worldly success. Of course, Christ succeeded in this world in doing what it was that God had called him to do. But by no stretch of the imagination would we say that he had worldly success. He talks about this, that that he was poor, that he had no place to lay his head. At the end of his life, pretty much everybody had abandoned him and he got himself killed. This is not what we would say, oh yeah, look, he was this wildly successful religious leader from the world standards. But he was successful in what God called him to do. And in fact, despite his lack of worldly success, he was still considered rightly because he was chosen by God and precious in God's sight. His success, his chosenness, his preciousness to God did not depend on his, again in air quotes, worldly success, but just on God's love for him. And so Peter then compares us to Jesus as a living stone. You yourselves, like living stones, are being built up as a spiritual house. Okay, now let's think about this for just a second. Let's put this back in the context of the the first readers of this letter because there's something that's really beautiful that Peter is doing here. Remember, he's writing to these people that he called elect exiles because as we have put them back in their historical context, they had been kicked out and sent off to these, you know, the nether regions of the Roman Empire in order to to further this kingdom. They had been sent away from their homes. Some of them probably sent away from their families. They simply weren't seen as, as particularly valuable in the capital and as somewhat as expendable. And so they were sent away. But Peter says they are being built up into a spiritual house. Think about how that would have landed. They've lost everything. They've lost their physical houses. But Peter reminds them of the truth of the gospel, that they're being built up into a spiritual house, that their chosenness and preciousness doesn't depend on their worldly success either. It doesn't depend on the world's evaluation of them as precious. But just like Christ's preciousness was based on God the Father's evaluation of him as his only begotten son, as his precious son, so the preciousness of these people is dependent not upon the world's assessment of their preciousness, but on God's assessment of their preciousness. 
And so Peter reminds them, you are like these living stones being built up into something just like I sent Jesus into the world to be the cornerstone, to be the set piece around which everything else that I'm doing is built. So you, like him, are living stones that are being built up around him. The Christian is, is not valuable based on our worldly successes, the, the world's evaluation of us. And in fact, Karen Jobes writes this, Peter's already addressed his readers as similarly chosen by the foreknowledge of God and will now begin to explain that the living stones will suffer as the living stone has suffered, not in spite of being chosen by God, but because they were chosen by God. Isn't that interesting that the way she puts that, that our suffering in this world is not in spite of our being chosen by God. It's precisely because we are chosen by God. Jesus makes this same point. The world hated you, therefore it will hate, or the world hated me. I said that backwards. The world hated me, therefore it will hate you also because we're associated with him. How helpful is that to, to realize that our suffering isn't in spite of being chosen by God, the world simply doesn't value us in the same way. The valuation system that the world uses is utterly different from that which God uses. And so we are seen as precious to God because he has called us precious, because he is building us into something, because he sees us like his son as living stones, being built up first as a spiritual house, then to be a holy priesthood, then to offer spiritual sacrifices to God. These spiritual sacrifices, again, quoting from Karen Jobes and her commentary, she says, the spiritual sacrifices in view may be understood as all behavior that flows from a transformation of the human spirit by the sanctifying work of the Holy Spirit. See, these spiritual sacrifices, like we see in Romans 12 and in Hebrews 13, they're just the life that we live in light of the gospel. The spiritual sacrifices that we offer are the life of faith, the life of trusting God, the life of walking in the Spirit so that we don't gratify the desires of the flesh, but rather bear the fruit of the Spirit of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Those are our spiritual sacrifices. And they're spiritual sacrifices because the physical sacrifices made in the Old Testament no longer need to be made. Christ was offered once for all. And so this is what we are being built up for. As a spiritual house, to be a holy priesthood, to offer spiritual sacrifices that are acceptable to God through Jesus. Notice Peter ties even the, the sacrifices we make in, in our life that they're acceptable, not because we get it perfect, they're acceptable because they are sanctified by Jesus Christ. Even our good works are only acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. So as we think about ourselves being presented as like Christ, as living stones, we see these same truths about us. Though rejected by men, we are chosen and precious to God. Not in, in spite of being loved by God, but because we are loved by God, because we are of Him, because we are like Christ, we are rejected. 
Ed Clowney in his commentary says this that I find so encouraging. The status of Christian depends upon the status of Christ. That's Peter's point here. You, dear Christians, who have been exiled, who have been moved from your home, are being built into a home because Christ was the living stone. He is the cornerstone. He was rejected by men, but chosen and precious by God. So you who are found in him, because your status as Christian depends on the status of Christ, he was rejected, but chosen and precious. So you, though you be rejected, are chosen and precious to God and being built up even in and through your suffering into something beautiful, into something alive. That's us as well. Though we may be rejected, though we may suffer in this life, we are chosen and precious. The Christian status depends upon the status of Christ. So rest today in him.